We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking local sports. Late at night. It's the John Chuckery Show. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I love it. I respect it. I admire it. Um, I think all the guys who are inducted definitely are deserving, but it needs to be a different color jacket. I, <laughs> my, my jacket got to be a different color. It, 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 it uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. It, it need to be a starting, starting 11. Mm-hmm. It need to be an upper room. I, my head don't belong with some of these other heads. He ain't wrong. That's Deion Sanders. I know T.O. famously said, I love me some me. So does Dion. But he ain't wrong, though. Some guys shouldn't be in there. I, I've always said Troy Aikman certainly benefited from all those great teams with that that, yep. that generational offensive line, mm-hmm. the defense they had. I think uh, Terry Bradshaw, too. I'm sorry. But but that's such NFL royalty and uh, yeah. the well, Terry, fabled. Terry, you got to put him in just because four Super Bowls. Like, that's... But you remember they won their first one in spite of him. He was uh, splitting time with Joe Gilliam. Oh, yeah, 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 no, he, 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 he was not. <laughs> and if you look at their numbers, they pale in comparison, but it was kind of a different era. Yeah, and, uh, very true. You know who uh, advanced the era? Don Coriel, legendary coach of the San Diego Chargers, the pioneer of the modern passing game. The greatest show on turf, inspired by Don Coriel. Have you? Uh, I know if you've watched football, have you seen a running back catch a ball out of the backfield? Quite that, a few times, yeah. That's, that's Don Coriel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a true, true innovator. Yep. I mean, good Lord. he He's the reason why we see quarterbacks throwing for 350, 400 yards. It's all Don Coriel, schematically. I mean, there's so many coaches that look to him as an inspiration. He inspired them. When you're in, and it's a shame. He passed away back in 2010, by the way. But what he meant to the game, and it's a crime. He didn't get in a long time ago. I mean, innovators are the most amazing thing. I, I compared it to music groups earlier. There are those bands that never made it big, but they innovated. They advanced their particular genre of music, maybe by uh, fusing it with other genres of music. But a lot of great bands... They can name five or six bands that didn't make it as big as they were, and they said, well, they're better than us, you know? I mean, like Nirvana will say, well, the Meat Puppets are better than us. Look it up. So innovators always should be considered first. I loved everything about, play that Dion bite again. I love that. It makes me laugh so hard. I'm sorry to drop that on you. 
I love it. I respect it. I admire it. Um, I think all the guys who are inducted definitely are deserving. But it needs to be a different color jacket. <laughs> I, my, my, my jacket got to be a different color. It, 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 it uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, it need to be a starting, starting 11. Yeah. It need to be an upper room. I, my head don't belong with some of these other heads. <laughs> my head don't belong with some of these other heads. <laughs> my my favorite part of that is the He is precisely right. A lot of you may not appreciate that that sort of arrogance, but I'm sorry, we're talking about the greatest cover corner. I was going to say, when you're I talking mean, about... I mean, you're... Dion closed off half the field <laughs> yeah. in a game. Like, yeah. well, we can't throw over there. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. So, when you look at these... Uh, Joe Thomas, you're a 10-time Pro Bowl tackle. I, I think he should be in. Does that head belong with Dion's head? Yes, I think it does. Darrell Rivas? I think Dion would say, yeah, Darrell Rivas belongs. Darrell Rivas absolutely belongs yeah. in there. Jared Allen? Uh, well, he's not first ballot. I'm okay with him getting in on maybe like a third or fourth try. Maybe, maybe. Rondé Barber, no. No, I don't, Rondé Barber's not a Hall of Famer. Devin Hester, no. God bless you. So, you know what? You I'm disagree? Okay. I, I disagree? That's okay. Be, I disagree because I feel like – the Hall of Fame. That's. I feel like that's another one of the. One, my my biggest complaint about the Hall of Fame is that they don't. They do a disservice to special teams players, like the fact that there's only one punter. Uh, I feel like there should be more punters, more kickers in there. As a return man, Devin Hester was the like Devin Hester was single handedly responsible for the entire offense of the Chicago Bears that year when they went to the Super Bowl. Because and he returned a kick in the Super Bowl that year. They yeah, lost to uh, like, Peyton. He's the greatest return man of all time. You changed my mind. See, 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 boys and girls, a great way to be in life is to be excited. Always be excited about the notion of having your mind changed. And I try to live my life that way. I haven't always, but now I do. I'm like I, because everybody's so dogmatic in their belief systems yeah, now. You gotta be. You gotta be flexible. You gotta be yep. able to hear someone else's opinion and say, "Hey, you know what? I never thought about it that way." All right, uh, Darren Woodson. See, I had to think about it too long, no. Yeah, there you go. Right. Patrick Willis. Yes. To yes. me, yes. yes. Great player. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Reggie Wayne. Well, Peyton, Peyton would say, well, you know, Reggie certainly helped my TD numbers, didn't he? Yeah. They were simpatico. <laughs> yes. DeMarcus Ware. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this isn't a bad class. So no, I think this is a very These heads good class. belong with Dion's yes. heads. Yes. Right? Yes. Don Coriel, absolutely. Freaking lootly, it's a damn crime that he hasn't already been in there. And another thing is, it's almost now, even in baseball, now with uh, sabermetrics and everything else, I don't know what a Hall of Famer is anymore. Used to be in baseball, if you got 3,000 hits, yes. If you got 400 homers, yes. Not necessarily anymore. There's I, not going to be many 20-game winners anymore. I cannot wait for, like, this older crop of uh, baseball Hall of Fame voters to yeah. kind of get out of the way. Because the fact that, like, Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, guys like that, like, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Barry yeah, Bonds they, was a Hall of Famer before the Roids. Before the Roids. And also, like, I feel, I, I hate it's it. Not a, it's not a character thing. It's uh Yeah. Like, that was that was my, that that was something that annoyed me about uh, T.O., the fact that he wasn't a first ballot Hall of oh, Famer. Oh, that, that's absurd. The fact that T.O. had to a top wait five a year, all time. He, exactly, like. Did you know he's considering to come back at the age of forty nine? And he probably and he probably could still go out there and I get saw him six run a, catches for I saw, yards. I saw him run a four or five 
But two years ago, he's 49. He's still in amazing shape. He still right. looks like he's created in a lab. Exactly. It's like, probably just attention-seeking behavior. And plus, he's, I think he's broke, too, by the way. Poor could thing. Be. Yeah. Could be. Poor guy. But, yeah, like, the fact that guys like that have had to wait because of character issues. Like, this is the Hall of Fame. This is about their yep. play on the field. Yeah. Not who they were as a person. Yeah, there you go. Because there's a, there's a lot of rotten people. Ty Cobb was a rotten person. He's in there. So, Babe Ruth, all of his uh, picadillos were covered up by the media. The media were friends with him back then, so. And you could actually say Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak was a fraud because the official score of all of his games was also on the Yankees' payroll. So there's probably several hits that he had during that that were probably errors that should have been ruled errors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. give me a break. I mean, that that happened to T.J. Watt uh, last year because one of his sacks came Uh, against the Ravens that would have broken the record. But they said that it was a quarterback run instead. And so it just went down as a How tackle. much younger is he than a J.J.? Was he 40, 29? T.J. is... Uh, is he 30 yet? No, no, no. T.J.'s only... T.J. just got out of his rookie deal, I think, like a year or two ago. So he's like 26. T.J.'s like, TJ's like my age. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. Well, you're just a young buck. You, you, and, you and Dylan, you're both, what, 26 years old? Just yep, young we're bucks. We're the young guys. You're not old and uh, broken down and cynical like me. But you, you'll get there. Don't worry. Life will kick you in the jimmy enough One times. Of these days. All this bright-eyed optimism is going to go down the toilet quickly, my friend. I assure you of that. 404-741-0929 if you want to have some uh, observations about the Hall of Fame. I, I do think it's kind of been watered down. And in the NFL, I don't know what a Hall of Famer is anymore. It's almost like, well, you know one if you see one. And you got to also realize the voters, they could have – some baggage and some resentment against the player. Maybe the player was mean to him during an interview. Well, I'm not going to vote for him for that, and they hold that grudge because they like having that little sense of power. So I don't even know what a Hall of Famer is in the NFL anymore. Well, we spoke about one Hall of Famer, Ty Cobb, and Mark in Douglasville wanted to call in and fill us in on some information. Well, let's Go hear ahead, from Mark. Mark then. Go ahead, Mark. Good evening. Yeah, Ty Cobb had a biographer after his days of playing um, that made up all those lies. Ty Cobb actually wasn't as bad as, as uh, the biographer made him out to be. Um, he was a philanthropist, and he may not have murdered a guy with a bat, like uh, is the alleged you know, <laughs> gospel truth of that Yeah, but he sharpened his spikes before games and uh, came in sliding with those spikes high, though. He did do that. That's kind of dirty. Yeah, sure, that's dirty play. But, I mean, back then you weren't wearing a helmet, and so you could get hit in the head by the pitcher and die. All right. Well, I appreciate your point of view hey, on that, but it, it, he's you not ain't an cheating. Angel. You ain't trying. You ain't, it's only cheating if you get called. I appreciate that call, by the way. I, I think uh, his uh, reputation was rehabilitated. I know he was a bit of a philanthropist, too. Yeah. But um, that could be like saying, uh, well, you know, Hitler loved his German shepherds, and, <laughs> and Hitler was a vegetarian because he hated animal cruelty, and that is a true story. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, everybody has that selective morality, and they can also do things to rehabilitate their image you, as well. Have you? He's s- probably nobody's ever as bad as they say. Well, except for Hitler, nobody's ever as bad <laughs> as people think you are, or as good either. There's always yeah. somewhere in. There's always somewhere in the. Have you seen the one picture of like Hitler walking with his daughter? He didn't have a daughter. Or it's or maybe not his. No, daughter. Ava it's, Braun, his young young girlfriend, soon he, to be wife. He had it's it's a picture that I've seen. Of or it Hitler might have been his where, niece. Like, yeah, he had a weird niece. attraction for. He had a weird sexual attraction for his niece, even though he's kind of asexual. I think he had one testicle, too, by the way. <laughs> and he was Jewish. Which? His mom was Jewish. So, so all these things. So that's your uh, Hitler report for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. 
you never know where we're going to go, man. Never. That's what's so I fun lo- about this medium. Rob, this is why I love working with you. I don't, I, I, you keep me on my toes. Well, I, I don't know where I'm going either, man. I mean, <laughs> luckily, I still, in spite of my age and uh, deteriorating cognitive abilities, I still have a bit of an agile mind. It's weird the things you remember. Like, there was a, there was a real popular radio station that went away. Now it's back, and it played music from the 90s. I mean, obscure music. It wasn't obscure then. And when you listen to it, you hear songs you haven't heard in 30 years, but you can sing right along again. It's like it was in the deep recesses of your mind, yeah. and bam, it's right there. So sometimes that, sometimes if I'm doing a good show, I can fire on cylinders like that and just recall the weirdest things. Other nights, I just mail it in. No, I never <laughs> mail it in. I try not to mail it in. I absolutely don't. Sports Radio 929, the game. Rob Triple in for a John Chuckery with you till. 11 o'clock, and we don't do the, uh, we used to do live overnights on this station, because uh, there's a period for like uh, five months, I did 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. I was going to say, I, uh, funny enough, Chuckery was telling me about this, where it was like, it used to be 24-7. It used to be 24-7. Live coverage. Man, and I'm telling you, that's a special type of fatigue on the, you got some colorful callers though, man. <laughs> yeah. You had some really disturbed people, <laughs> yeah. really intoxicated people, really just disordered people calling in but man that was a bit of a grind that was that was just ugh. but paid a lot of dues in this in this biz and for some reason it's like the mob i can't leave the only way out of this business i guess is in a wood box mm-hmm. we're not letting you go anywhere right? <laughs> not letting me go well you better pay me <laughs> luckily uh i do uh enjoy odyssey far more than the uh prior owners and uh download the odyssey app by the way that's a-u-d-a-c-y and uh Take it wherever you go. Everything's available. Archived interviews, like the David Pollock interview today with uh, Dukes and Bell is excellent. That is archived on the Odyssey app, so you can find anything. I might be even on there a few times as well. So A couple times. A couple times. You never know. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I expect that I will enthusiastically be coaching Michigan next year. Is he going to do this every year? Oh, probably so. He's like, I feel like he's going to do this every year to just kind of constantly keep Michigan in a state of we might have to pay him more next year to keep him. Yeah, and you know what? I I don't blame him because he feels like he's got some unfinished business. He lost a Super Bowl he could have won. Yeah. And that was a Kaepernick quarterback. Absolutely. And I think uh, if he's on his deathbed, he's going to regret that. And I guarantee you, had Michigan won the national title this year, bye. He would have. The moment if he ever wins a title at Michigan, that is his last year at Michigan. Yes, indeed. He, and he's going to yeah. go back to the NFL. And he may not. He, I don't think he's necessarily going to stick around. I, I think. Well, he just. Uh, I think early December he said I have no interest in talking. He talked with the Panthers just this past weekend, yeah. and that kind of bothered me because I, I don't like the Panthers because they're in the Falcons division, but I respect what Steve Wilkes has done up there, and I thought he earned that damn job. I think so too. I think they absolutely should keep him because he's Matt Rule was a clown. Yeah. He's a disorganized. Rudderless clown, except on the college level, he's yeah, quite good. In, Michigan, in Nebraska, uh, he might get him going again. Yeah. Who knows? But some guys are just cut out for college, not cut out for the NFL. Steve Wilkes deserved that job. All right, going to come back. Atlanta Hawks, a myriad of troubles. It goes all the way to the uh, front office, all the way to the hardwood. But it's not fatal, but it's crippling. Sports Radio, nine to nine, the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month, with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nights with John. We should be so lucky. It's the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now they have it. Fox, left wing. Knocked away, stolen by DeJounte Murray. DJ is going to take it in. He lays it up, and around the rim it in. DeJounte Murray scores, and the Hawks take a three-point lead with 16.8 to go. Always nice to hear a happy Steve Holm, and Hawks do get the victory last night. Snapping a four-game losing streak, 120-117 to 117 the final. And the box score is fascinating to look at. First quarter. Both teams score 30 points. Second quarter, Hawks, Hawks outscore the Kings 31-28. That was ultimately the difference in the game. Third quarter, both teams scored 30 points. Fourth quarter, both teams scored 29 points, of course. And um, Kings had a 13-2 run to go up by three with a 116 to play. And then uh, Jante Murray hits uh, two key free throws and picks the air in Fox's pocket right there. Neither team led last night by any more than uh, nine points, so... But the Hawks, the problems do exist. Yes, they snapped that four-game losing streak, but what does this mean? If the pattern continues, now granted they lost the game against Brooklyn, but they played so listless, lethargic, disinterested, flatlining effort against the Pacers. The next night they come home without Trey Young, they lose to Brooklyn by one, I believe is what it was. For some reason... This team cannot seem to string together any sort of winning streak whatsoever. And it's, uh, it's galling to see. It really is. And there's problems all over the place with this team, certainly. Number one, Nate McMillan just has this aversion of playing guys that aren't as polished as they should be. And the Hawks are littered with guys younger than Stetson Bennett, 25. They're not polished, so they don't get as much time. D.J. Griffin is a very polished player, thankfully. So he gets to play, and there seems to be a disconnect. It seems to be a team that uh, doesn't really have much of an offensive identity also. It's, a, it's weird to watch. I don't know where they are. Are they a pick-and-roll team? Are they iso Trey, three-point shooting team? Well, right now the Hawks are 27th in three-point shooting at 33.3%. And oddly enough, that's exactly what they shot last night. I was joking earlier. Well, at least they're consistent in some way. But there's a lot of things that are turbulent about this uh, Hawks organization. Uh, Glenn Willis of Peachtree Hoops, which is uh, 
a subsidiary of a fan site, I believe. And he summed up the chaos. Of course, injuries have been a factor this year. Lack of player development a factor, and that's a criticism on Nate. He doesn't develop players. He likes to coach the polished ones, right? Front office shakeup, too. Travis Schlink no longer running operations. That's old news, right? And I was always of the opinion, was that a bit of a coup? Landry Fields, does he have Trey Young's ear? You know who wields the power in an NBA organization, don't you? It's not the coach. It's not the GM. Superstar. Yep. And, Dom, you know this. When you, when you, when you sign a, a $300 million contract, Nobody can tell you any damn thing. You got a lot of pull in that organization. I mean, even Lucas had a couple of GMs fired and a yeah. coach, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to get into uh, the fact that it looks like the Hawks lost out on that trade. Even though Luca hasn't won anymore, it seems like he's trending in a great direction, though. But Travis Schlink, you know, I thought it was a coup. Is it the fact that uh, Travis is a Nate guy, but Landry isn't and Trey isn't? And does Trey have Tony Ressler's ear touting up? Landry, I don't know if any of that stuff is true. I have no idea. I'm just speculating because, well, number one, it's my job to speculate. Number two, I like what Carl Duke says. I don't start rumors. I just comment on them. And I wasn't trying to start her. I'm just, I'm just hearing everything I'm hearing coming from the Hawks right now has nothing to do with basketball. Yep. That's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a, a toxic locker room. That unnamed NBA coach comes out and says, well, Trey don't like Nate. Nate don't like Trey. And there's some players in that locker room that don't like Trey. So Travis Schlink no longer running. Is Travis Link even hanging around the building anymore? I doubt it. Several key advisors have left, too. And that's a big deal because these were people with experience, and it appears that they've been replaced by people with not a lot of experience. Doesn't mean they don't have potential, but they're not seasoned or sophisticated enough in the job to where it can bear fruit right now. How patient are you willing to be? Because I'm telling you, the Hawks have been sexy, but right now, if things keep going the way they are, we're not going to see any rappers on the front row anymore. They're going to go to Memphis. <laughs> or I might go down to Miami. They ain't going to be watching the Hawks no more. All right. So that's a big deal as well. And I think the one big thing is, and I think LeBron James has something to do with this. I'm not, I'm not positive, but it certainly does seem to make sense. Chris Gent, known for his ability to teach and develop young players, has bolted for the Lakers. He did that uh, in the offseason. Chris Gent played ball at Ohio State. He was that gritty, gutty guy that fans love. You know, the floor sweeper dives after loose balls, gets the dirty rebound, gets the garbage points. Spent some time in the NBA, won won a ring with the Houston Rockets in 94, and I love this stat on him. He actually appeared in more playoff games than he did in regular season games. He appeared in 11 playoff games, played in only six regular season games. Then you decide it's time to go coach. Isn't that great? That's a great one right there. And here's why I think LeBron has something to do with this. He was LeBron's personal shooting coach with the Cavs in 2006. He's on that staff. Do you think Chris Jen is going to be on the Lakers staff if LeBron didn't like him? I think LeBron courted him. Chris Jen might be one of LeBron's guys. Like, no, we need that dude out here. So that's a key thing missing right there, the one guy that could teach. And it was uh, Quinn Schneider under uh, Mike Budenholzer. He was known as that guy that could really teach. And he was such a bright guy from Duke. He could really teach. And you lose him, of course, he takes the job with the Jazz. 
So you have, a, you have those with a lot of experience replaced by those with a lot less experience. Landry Fields, this meteoric rise in the organization. And I hear him on with John and Hugh. Sounds like a very sharp guy. Went to Stanford, graduated from Stanford. I'm not questioning his intellect. I'm questioning his experience. Only 34. I know it's a young man's game. I understand that. Even in the front office, it seems like. But he was a G League GM, and then briefly the Hawks' assistant GM, and now he's the GM. It's a very quick rise. That's crazy. It's a very important position. Wait, we have to hold on a second. I got so animated, I kicked my <laughs> – wait a minute. I kicked my headphones out of the uh, phone, Jay. Out of the headphones, Jay. There we go. There we can go. Can you hear me? I there can hear go. you, yes. So <laughs> he yes. goes from G League GM – Hawks assistant GM, now GM. So it just seems like uh, and Nate has considered, apparently it's reported he considered resigning. We had Steve Coonan on the day that tweet broke from a sham, what's his name? You know, Sham Sharanya. Sham Sharanya, yes. Pretty good NBA reporter. Seems, he's not a Woj he's bomb or anything, but he's yep. very good. He's, very he's good. the one that reported. Nate strongly considered resigning. Steve Conan came on and just went after Sham says yellow journalism. Hack journalism. Hack journalism. All the stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. And that's okay. I expect Steve Coonan, circle the wagons. You don't want, you don't need all that noise getting any sort of traction whatsoever. So of course he's gonna try to stamp it down. Absolutely. He's doing what he's supposed to do. But that night, after Steve Coonan was on with me and Mike Bell, Nate says, Well, I'm gonna I'll I might consider retiring at the end of the year. He's 58 years old. And, of course, you know, he and Trey had that issue where, you know, Trey was hurt, and he said, well, if you don't want to take part in the shoot-around, don't show up tonight. Trey didn't show up, and that's, that's ghastly. I, I, that, that seems petty right there. And, and Trey and Lloyd Pierce didn't get along. Who's the common denominator in a kid that doesn't get along with his coaches? That's Trey. That doesn't yeah. reflect fondly on him. I'm not going to call him Coach Killer. Yeah, and like, I don't want to put that label on him. I do not either. I don't want to do that. That's the road you're taking right now, Trey. I love Trey, but now I'm starting to feel a certain way. I'm not saying I dislike him. I don't necessarily want him to be traded or anything like that. I just really want somehow for John Collins, because that, that raw talent is still there. He's phenomenal. He's yeah. a damn good player. And uh what Jonte Murray said, well, we, we haven't been getting him the ball. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> literally, that was that was his exact quote. He was like, yeah, we, we gave him the ball. <laughs> yep. So, so I like Trey, I like Jonte, and I, I, I like these pieces. It seemed like they're pretty good pieces. I wish Kevin Herter was still here. I do, too. I miss Kayvon. I love the fact they called him Kayvon. Yes. I mean, you saw what he did. He closed out Philadelphia, that 27-point mm-hmm. game. And I always thought. Even when he was here, he was wildly inconsistent. You know why? Because his minutes weren't consistent. Yep. He goes out to Sacramento. He starts. What do you have? He had 24 last night. Mm-hmm. He's averaging almost 17 a game, shooting over 40% from, from three. three. Hit, a, hit a big three in that yes, game. He that did. Gave yes, them he the did. lead. Gave them the lead late. So the Hawks managed to uh, actually have some uh, fortitude to win the game, will themselves to a victory. But there's a lot of things wrong with this team. And I'm not always one to advocate firing a coach unless something egregious is going on. But. This seems like a bad fit, and yeah. I don't know. Kenny Atkinson is someone that uh, Carl Dukes is really high on. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Sure. So, this is – Let's a- not bring in a, a retread. What is it, Mike Brown out there? with? The, has Mike Brown coached every team in the <laughs> Western like Conference? It. it feels like it. So A retread. Let me give you someone who's not necessarily a retread, and 
this is a conversation that I've had with uh, some of the other producers, uh, yeah. Data and Dylan. Now, you don't make this move until the end of this season. All right. If Nate resigns, Ime Udoka. Oh, yeah, Boston, yeah. Because, listen, here's the thing. I know. I've, I've thought about that, too, with all the stuff. But that was a consensual relationship. And that's, and that's, the, that's the point I was going to make. The yeah. only reason why, like, if, what my opinion is, the only reason why he got fired from Boston was because he was hooking up with someone who was probably, like, an executive's daughter or, like, yeah. One, yeah. Of his, one of the executive yeah. side pieces. But, um, but, you don't, but you don't fish off the company. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Peer. So that's why he got fired. The only reason Ime Udoka is not the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets right now is because, one, it was too close to the situation, yeah. and because they also had the Kyrie Irving nonsense going on. Mm-hmm. It was too much of a whirlwind. If you're the Hawks, you bring in Ime, you're a, almost a full year removed from the incident. People will have forgotten about it. I don't have a problem it. with that. I think Ime Udoka is a phenomenal coach. Look at what he did with Boston. Like They struggled in the beginning, but once all those guys bought in, well, they're they benefiting. They're benefiting from his culture, though. Still, absolutely. And, and their coach now says, "Why mess with that?" That's why I said, "I, if, if I'm, if I was running the Hawks, I'd do it." That's my that's my move. Because I, I get so tired of people being canceled forever. Yeah. For transgressions, I mean, that's not the most egregious thing. Listen, in the he world. had an affair. Yeah. He had an affair. Yeah. And uh, you know, everybody, it's like. Uh, it's like those reporters that go after old tweets from uh, kids. I hate that. I hate that I so much. They quoted some rap lyrics. It doesn't yeah. mean they're they have a a hood and a sheet in their closet. Like let they're me, quoting rap lyrics. They're, like, they're inappropriate, not sophisticated. They don't get it. Right. Like let's pull up. Let's let's scroll back in time and look at everything you said when you were sixteen. Well, the people we that find. are that sanctimonious going after people. Oh, you know they have some picadillos and skeletons Absolutely. in their closet. I mean, 1, we know that for a fact. So, yeah, it's a bunch of nonsense, and I hate that. I think that is the worst thing. It's like uh, those people hold other people to a higher standard than they hold themselves. And that, that moral preening, that moral posturing is just disgusting to me. Just to get some, uh, just to get some uh, clicks and likes and a dopamine hit, look what a good person I am by, by pointing that out. They think they cured cancer or something by doing stuff like, no, you're destroying somebody who shouldn't be destroyed. I mean, everybody just forgiveness is a is a a big tenet of right. life. You gotta forgive people, no it's matter like, how bad this. You have to forgive them to free yourself from that burden. It's like what you were talking about yesterday with the story. Uh, I can't remember the the gentleman. Oh, the name. soccer player. Yeah, where he they the said so- he kicked his his then girlfriend, now wife, in yeah. the leg. Yeah, we was when 18. they were like eighteen. Yeah, and now they're in their forties. Come on, that was a blackmail attempt though, because they didn't like the way their son was being treated. And the woman that did that. They're friends with that family. Her husband and uh, Burkhalter were, uh, yeah, they were teammates. And that is just, and now we know why is their son acts the way he does. Apparently he's kind of acting entitled, was pouting about his lack of playing time, but he, he wasn't putting in the work and he, he was entitled. That's because, well, you see what his mom is. Toxic, absolutely toxic. All right, we're going to come back. I've got some numbers for you. Not all of them have anything to do with sports either. They include the uh, numbers of way people, the number of ways people were tortured in Syria, what percentage of gamers skip meals, and how many three and O counts did Greg Maddox have throughout his entire career? That number is going to blow your mind. That's coming up next. Rob Triple in for John Chuckery Sports Radio, nineteen ninety. Is this 
spokesperson. It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back. Rob Tribble in for John Chuckery. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Got some numbers for you. How about this? I'm going to start with the one, Greg Maddox. This will blow your mind. Greg Maddox faced 20,421 batters during his time in the big leagues. In those 20,421 at-bats, only 310 hitters saw a 3-0 count. Out of those 310 hitters that saw a 3-0 count, 177 of them were intentional walks. Wow. That, that's, that's, that's crazy. ridiculous. Right? That is abs- How about this? Larry Fitzgerald, legendary receiver, played for 900 years in the I NFL, right? I know this You one. know this one. Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, that he had more uh, He had more interceptions than dropped. He had more tackles than drops. There it is. Yes, yeah. yes. Larry Fitzgerald, nothing and, short of Hall of Fame career. Inevitable. Should be in the booth somewhere, too, if he's mm-hmm. not already. He has 29 documented drops. In a 16-year career, he has 41 tackles. That's crazy. 29 drops yep. in 16 And he years. wasn't an elite speedster or necessarily no. a great route runner, but the hands. It yep. was the hands, brother. Yep. How about this one? Do you know how to write in cursive? No. <laughs> that is crazy to me. So Okay, so, okay, let me take that back. I know how to. Am I good at it? No, and therefore I have not done it unless I'm giving my signature, you know, my John That's Hancock. That's crazy. Outside of that, no. Can I, you tell time by hands on a clock? Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, you can yeah, do that one. Yeah, no. I'm I'm, I'm 25, not yeah. 6. All right, well, you know. <laughs> well, some people don't. I don't know if my daughter can because they just never see it. That's true. And when I picture time in my head, if somebody tells me if I what time is it, it's uh, 3.30, I picture the so, okay, 3 so, on the 3 and the, uh, so I'm the big same. hand on the 6. I picture yeah. the hands on a clock. So I, I still think of a, a clock or, like, if you tell yeah. time, I'm still, I, I still envision it that but way. But I'm pretty sure my daughter just pictures a number. Yeah. That kind of gives Probably me perspective like of that clock. clock. Yeah. Twenty Only 24 U.S. states teach cursive writing in their curriculum. 24, that's crazy. Um, number of different forms of torture. During the Syrian Civil War, they okay. came up with 72 different forms of torture. That's <laughs> that's shocking and um, scarily creative. <laughs> How about this? Tom Brady, Steph Curry. Tom Brady has a better chance to make a Super Bowl than Steph Curry has to make a three-pointer. Based off averages, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Wow, Brady has played crazy. 20. Well, Brady's over 20 seasons in the NFL. He has reached the Super Bowl nine times. That means 45% of Brady's seasons he's made it to the Super Bowl. Curry, 43% three-point shooter. Isn't that crazy to think about? And 43% is damn good. I mean, yeah, anything over 40, that, yeah. you're elite. That's awesome. Right? And we know what he is. All right. Mariano Rivera. It is more common for a person to walk on the moon than for Mariano Rivera to give up a run in the playoffs. He has 11 <laughs> earned runs in the playoffs. 12 people have walked on the moon. I love stuff like this. It's, it's absurd, awesome. isn't it? That's awesome. Wayne Gretzky, I know you know who Wayne Gretzky is. Yes. Great one. Mm-hmm. 
He holds a record with 2,857 career points. He's in the lead by 970 points. If Gretzky, if Wayne Gretzky did not score one goal in his entire career, he would still be the all-time points leader with 1,963 assists. That shows you how dominant he was. That's just crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's um, I know going into this season, that's like Todd Gurley's stat, where since Todd Gurley had come into the league up until the beginning of this year, yeah, he led the league in touchdowns, and he hadn't played in like a year and a half. <laughs> I remember that. That's crazy, isn't it? Like that's ins- like it's insane to think. I think I and I I think I had this conversation with Abe. Like Todd Gurley was on his way to being one of the greats. Oh, he was, and. If if he if you know his obviously he had his arthritic knee problems if those don't well that hurt, started from that game against Tennessee Tennessee Vols where he really hurt his knee and yeah. that's the problem the arthritis yeah and it just kind of plagued him throughout his career mm-hmm. and it was a shame if that doesn't happen yep because especially with him with Sean McVay too like oh right it was it, it was, was unfair yes what it, they used to do with him exactly all right. How many U.S. states do you think require a permit for a lemonade stand? Isn't that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard of in your life? A permit for a lemonade stand. Let me yeah. see. Okay, 50 states. 12. 34. Get out of here. I have seen videos of cops coming and shutting down lemonade stands. So I've seen that before, but 34? Yep. That shows you, man. They're all about controlling every aspect of our life. Remember what I told you before? They're not allowing tailgating yep. at the, at yep. the uh, stadium in L.A., but yeah. that's, not, that's not California. Believe it or not, it's actually the college football playoff people. That's ridiculous. But California is the most regulated state in the country, over 390,000 regulations. They try to control every aspect of your life. And we were joking earlier, well, you can smash and grab a story. You can shoot up heroin <laughs> right. in front of a nursery school. You can crap on the <laughs> sidewalk. Well, you know San Francisco actually has a poop app. It, really? it shows you where all the human feces is. And you got these massive homeless camps and settlements. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's, God bless those people. But, mm-hmm. but it, it is, it's making a lot of people leave. The, people are leaving that state in droves yep. and droves. Yep. yep, 34 U.S. states require permits for lemonade stands. What percentage of Uber riders do you think do not tip? What percentage of Uber riders mm. do not tip? Do not tip. 62. You're close. 60. I always tip. I was going to say, I always tip. I think it's actually uh, always good to tip. Yeah, absolutely. Anywhere I go, if there's an option to tip, I typically, I usually will tip. Just because, you know, it, it's even if it's something small, they probably need and it. And I, I don't necessarily like the fact when I go pick up food. Yeah, you know, okay, so, yeah. so I'm not doing that. I, if I'm, I do. If, I will tip 10% for that, though. Okay, because so you're still, better than me. Come on, they're still in the service. I know that's true. They're still in the service. You never know. I mean, clearly, they yeah, have to be true. there. They yeah, need the money, true. so I'm going to give them a little bit, and hopefully I'll get it back in the future. Yeah, true. You know? That's very true. You give, you know, you get what you give, my friend. Yep. The whole karma thing. All right, here's one for you. What percentage of gamers do you think skip meals because they are so immersed in gaming? So as someone who I do, and I'm not, I won't say I'm a full-on gamer. Like, I don't have a full setup. But in you get into it. Though. But I, I, I will absolutely, like, turn a game. I'll turn my PlayStation on, and I will be locked in for seven hours and right. look up and be like, whoa. Right. Um, 
So it's, ask the question again. It was a percentage of what percentage of gamers do you think skip meals? Skip meals to keep gaming because, like you said, next oh, thing like you know, eight 70%. hours. Seventy percent, thirty-eight only. So oh, at least people are lying. People are lying. I've got a good buddy of mine. He's actually a ranked dude, world ranked, and nice. makes money from it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. If you found a wallet on the street with money in it, would you return it? Yes. I would too, always. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, you never know what that person is going through. And also just off the principle, like this isn't. You've got some good home training, Dom. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> All right. What percentage of Canadians do you think would return a wallet containing cash? Those nice Canadians. I was going to say, I feel like you're setting me up here because everything I've been told about Canada is that, like, oh, they're super nice. Hey, buddy. Um, yep. 50. 64%. 64. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Meanwhile, us dirty Americans, <laughs> what is it, like 57%. 57? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was, I was selling America short. My bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. So there you go. That's my little index of uh, numbers right there. So nice. I love stuff like that. Oh, it's little, great, man. It's little, little I mean, that Greg Maddox thing is mind-blowing. Yeah. The Larry Fitzgerald one's mind-blowing. Yes. He has more tackles than more drops, tackles than drops. over crazy. his career. But Greg Maddox, 20,000 batters, 171 of the 310 who had a three-in-one count, <sighs> intentionally walked. That's crazy. And he once pitched a 76-pitch complete <sighs> game. That game lasted, I think, an hour and five minutes. I remember watching that game. It was like, mm. wow. I mean, there it's was, amazing. I remember there was one game. Oh, I can't remember who it was. There was one game a couple years ago where I think they went to, like, a 15th inning because it just the game would not end. Like, it just kept going on. I think the game started It started at, like, 8 and then didn't finish till like, 3 in the morning. Oof. Oh my God! You're talking about a Braves game? It wasn't a Braves game. I can't remember who. I can't remember who the teams were that played it, but I do remember them talking about it. Like it was like 15, 16 innings. The game didn't end until like three in the morning. Well, nineteen eighty, July fourth of nineteen eighty four, the Braves had a, a July fourth game where they're planning on setting off fireworks. Yeah. The game kept going to extra innings. They had a relief pitcher named Rick Camp, who was just a, not known as a hitter. He yeah. could not hit. He couldn't. Mm-hmm. But he hit a home run to prolong the game. The game <laughs> went, I believe, nineteen innings. Ooh. The game ended about 3.30 in the mornings. They still shot off the fireworks oh, yeah, at 3.30 absolutely. in the morning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, as, okay, so as a fan, are you staying for that full game? Uh, probably so. If that, I, was, I was just in high school then, so, yeah, I, I would have stayed. At your age now, would you stay? Oh, hell no. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm going to watch in the bar and go to bed and see what happens. I was going to say, how long would you stay? Now? Yes. It depends on my level of engagement. It used to be a thing with me, never leave a game until it's over. I don't feel that way now. Okay, see. There's been many Falcons. I'm, I'm getting the hell out. Screw this. I'm so out you know of here. Because I, I was saying, I think I'm in that phase of my life where, like, if I go to a game, I'm staying until it ends. Yeah. I'm getting my money's worth. Nothing wrong with that. And, and now I'm I just gonna, don't do it. Did you see what I just I was going to I was just about to say, that's you a see great what I shot. At a ball of paper, there's a cup filled with pens basically keeping me from getting it in there. And, and I just flung it. Flung, right stuck in between two pens. Like, that's Hey, man, that's still impressive. got some arm you talent, brother. It's left hand and wing. What are you doing here, man? I'm playing baseball in the old man league. I can't play college baseball anymore because I'm out of eligibility. Well, I was going to say, man, you can still shoot. We need you on the Hawks. <laughs> That's the sad thing. I, I was. I don't want to sound like Al Bundy. I was. I was. A, I was a good athlete back. I was. I could. I could. I could dunk mm-hmm. a basketball, hit a golf ball 300 yeah. yards. I didn't always know where it was going. <laughs> and I played college baseball, and uh, but not too long ago, I have not play basketball in 15 years really? i haven't shot nothing maybe the occasional one yeah just one. but i went out there i have no handle any nothing it yeah. was all gone 
I embarrassed myself. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> I used to have a little baby hook shot that was yeah. good. Nothing. So I'm, but I can still play baseball. I'm playing in the Woodbat Baseball League, 45 and over. I can still sling it. Nice. Throwing about 80, 81. Okay. I can still hit. Got still to play at Cool Ray Field this summer in the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. That was great, man. But but that little moment right there. Yeah, that, was, that, was, kinda, that was sweet. I was, I, <laughs> I was going to mention it, and you beat me to it. I was like, that because I saw you throw it and just wanted to see where it went. And I was like, oh, snap. Oh, man. So there you go. So your Steelers, Mike Tomlin. We might make the playoffs, man. We He can still. Avoid his first ever. Yeah. Lo- he's had some uh, eight and eights, but he's never had, yeah, a, he's losing never had a losing season. season. Um, what is he? Uh, Twelve years on the job. He has been there for fifteen. Is it fifteen? Yeah, yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. So you went on. What are you? You're what? Eight, nine, and. Um. So right now we are. Seven. No, we're no, we're eight and eight right now. Eight and eight. That's right. So you can be nine and eight. Yep. You went on Sunday. If we you, went on Sunday, and then if the. Uh, what, we, we need the Dolphins to lose, and we need the Patriots to lose. Who's going to be that dark horse, man? What's Jacksonville do? I, I'm, I, I love Trevor, man. Trevor's balling. He just needed a good coach. I was going to say, I'm telling people right now, don't sleep on Jacksonville. They've got a defense, too, my friend. Yes. They, They've they always had a defense. They went out and paid a ton of money this offseason. They yep. got a real head coach instead of Urban Meyer. We'd... What if we get, like, a Jaguars, I don't know, Giants, Jaguars, Giants. Super oh would be hilarious. You know how mad Roger Goodell in the NFL would be. They would, they would hate every second. <laughs> they of that, would hate they? every second of it. So what's my out time? Uh, when do I get like, to go home? We got like a minute and a half. Left. Got a minute, then I can leave, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gone, you're, so you're, I can, kill, I can kill a minute and a half. Yeah, I was seconds. thinking though, who else would it be? I mean, who do I not trust in the playoffs? I don't really trust. Anyone I don't trust in the Dallas. NFC. I do I not say, trust. I don't Dallas. really trust anyone in the NFC. They're turning the ball over. Tom Brady could surprise again. That's why he wants to play on Sunday because their offense has not looked good, and yeah. he feels like they need that. I think yep. he may play a half on Sunday, then, then oh, yeah. sit down. Then Todd Bowles say, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. Um, AFC is going to be interesting. AFC is so loaded, man. I am I am so rooting for the Bills, not because of what happened to that player, but that makes me – I'm just rooting for them because that poor franchise and they the Bills it. Mafia, they lost they four Super one. Bowls in a row, and dude. I, I could not imagine. Can you imagine – I want them to win. I, I think I'm a Bills fan now. I wouldn't mind seeing the Lions get in. So that's my because one of my good NFC buddies is from for. Detroit. He, yeah, used to, he always calls them the lie downs. You know, I, he's got that oh, exit yeah. the lie downs. I can't. I, I I'm hoping that the Rams beat Seattle, and then I'm hoping that the right. Lions beat the hell out of the Packers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you don't want the Packers in there, do you? No, no. Aaron All Rogers right, can kick rocks. Dom, great job, man. Great job. So uh, the index is now going to Rob's index is going to be a. Full-time feature with those obscure numbers. I love stuff like that like you do. Dom, great job. Back with you tomorrow night, 7 to 10. Hawks basketball pregame at 10. Tip-off, 1030 against the Lakers from Los Angeles. You catch it right here. Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Good night, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.